The Boiled Sports Handsome Hour is sponsored by Martin Vintage. Go to martinvintage.com and check out their excellent selection of high-quality Purdue t-shirts. Enter Boiled at checkout to get 20% off your order. martinvintage.com If you'd like to sponsor the Handsome Hour, please contact us at boiledsports at gmail.com. We're cheap. I mean, well, you know what I mean. Nice. You know why you're getting, you see, you get glasses and people are like, that guy's smart. Hey, we should smart. hire him. Let's get in the Ryan Dowd business. That's exactly right. <laughs> That's all it takes. All it That's takes it, is man. That's exactly what it was. Those are nice glasses, man. Yeah, you, thank look, you. you look like a GM of the Oklahoma City Thunder. <laughs> well, the, uh, <clears throat> the funny thing is. Uh, I never really understood this before. I had old man glasses that you you can take them off and put them on like all the time because they kind of annoy you at times and other times they're great. But uh, like I see so much clearer when I put them on. I'm like, man, <laughs> who knew? Yeah, it's wild. <laughs> who knew glasses? Yeah. yeah, it's good. It's good to be back. I actually hate having anything extending off my face because I tend to be animated. So I'm sure you do. I always feel like I'm going to knock my glasses <laughs> off my face. Why do oh. you gesture that close to your face? That's that. Seems... I have no idea. Okay, that's I mean, I'm just okay. really a fair question. Wow, we've got lots of questions here that aren't attached to the thread. This is going to be difficult to fill. So just in the out. mentions, you could bookmark them or something. Yeah, I don't do that. Ah. <laughs> 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 uh. Is it weird that I'm trying to find a piece of paper to put on my phone? Mine is close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, everybody out there. Uh, good evening and morning and afternoon, wherever you're listening to you and yours. Today we have a, uh, a handsome hour that's a special edition. You've got uh, me, Boiler Dowd, here with my pal Anish. Hey. How are you guys doing whenever you're listening? Again, we've gone over this technology before. Always live. It's, it's, it's um, a state of the art. We record live whenever you're listening. Yep, it's amazing. So so we can empathize with you, whatever you're going through right now. Everything, with the drive up to Purdue for homecoming, uh, your boring desk job yep. uh, that yep. you're working, um, you uh, the 1 a.m. run. That you're going on, we're yep. running too at we're one a.m. while it. recording this. Yep, yep. We're we're in good enough shape. We can handle that. So it's not are we? Deal. Not really. Not, not really me. after the summit. After those seventy-five twenty-five. No, it was a lot of a lot of meat was ingested. That's yeah. The problem. I mean, uh, I've, uh, yeah, that that was not. Like, it's not the best um, life plan to say. Have <laughs> one have one meal that's that's beef and pork, and then follow it up with the next meal that's beef and pork. I think that's I, – I respectfully disagree. I think yeah. this is a good life plan. Well, maybe in a couple of years you might feel You're a little right. bit yeah. different. You're right. I told you I twisted my ankle about six weeks ago, and it's still like – I'm still hobbling. And now I'm doing that thing where my other – the other side of the body hurts because I've been compensating for it too much. I'm done. I think this is it. I think it's a wrap for me. That's it. How's the toe? I, I can flex it now. It okay. uh, looks less like – my big toe. Are you back uh, to which, drinking beverages with your feet? Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> I, I climb, uh, <laughs> I climb trees like a. Monk. Whatever, exactly. Yeah. yeah. 
The dexterity, the toe dexterity is super important. That's, you know, I mean, like, in, you, you know those hand strength grippy things? Right. I'm back into that with my no, feet. That's good. That's great. Uh, my dad always had one of those in his cars back in the early 80s, so I thought those were awesome. I could not, you know, I was a little guy, so I was like, I was like how does he do it? And then He's you became, and then your oldest son was born, and then you instantly got dad strength, and it became like, oh, easy. Oh, I can do anything. Yeah, exactly. that's it. That's how it works. Yeah, yeah. Old man strength is real. So uh, things are um, how you say how you say not great. Many people have said. Many people are saying that things are not ideal. Um, let, let's let's start with this. I have fun stories from last weekend. Okay. Oh, because right. I went I went to the I'm game. The yeah. And so one of my closest friends that I worked with here at Pitt is Penn State alum and now is a professor at Penn State. Um, he is one of those what you call sensible fans. Yes, he's a good dude. And so we, yeah, he came to the Purdue game about three years ago. At uh, sat with us at um, good old Ross Aid, and um, it was phenomenal. Every like every time I have attended a football game in the last five years, it has been phenomenal until the game has begun. <laughs> like everything worked out so perfectly. It was right. just like when we went down to Nashville. Allegedly for a football game, which I don't there remember. Are pictures. You don't remember any of it, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, but that might not be because the game was so bad. <laughs> but yeah. Uh because our PU Fall Cities mic came by yeah. with some small things. You know what I mean? Things happen. Um but we um he lives like he bought his house strategically. Okay, I'm gonna ask you this. So he bought his house strategically. It is a beautiful house, um, but a little bit older, renovated, kind of beautiful, that kind of old feely neighborhood house. Less than a mile away from the stadium walking. That's awesome. Right? Um, and he bought it because not because he liked the house, but because it was less than a mile away from the stadium. He Airbnbs his house. What do you think the average per night he gets? For a home Penn State football game, average. I'm not talking about Ohio State, Penn State, all that. Average per night. How many bedrooms? It is. Let's see. One, two, three, four bedrooms. Three bedrooms. Yeah. Three, four. Yeah, three or four. Uh, one and a half bath. Nice space. <laughs> per night. Let's go with uh, five, six hundred. Okay. Very close. One thousand two hundred dollars. <laughs> Man, oh man. And it's a minimum two night stay, and that's the average. And he, like for Ohio State, will get more than that. Significantly more than that. Way more than that. Has he had any horror stories yet? Uh, in no, his... because he his theory is that he's priced out most of the idiots. Right. Um, so the people that tend to go are rich Penn State fans from like right. New York or whatever who don't really come to – many games who aren't close enough to come to many games and if they do they just want to be close they want to walk to the stadium they want to be in a nice house speaking of rich people and i have a, I had a bit of an epiphany and i thought about how you should be rich i should be rich and it is not happening yet i keep waiting for someone to drop large bags of cash on my doorstep um no i i, I was watching uh, uh it was a silly highlight on twitter after the dodgers lost lost last night um, uh, Kershaw, I think, lost and had the, the Grand Slam hit off him. Is that mm-hmm. correct? Mm-hmm. 
And they were the best team in baseball year. Mm-hmm. I don't follow baseball, so I'm kind of going through it. And and they hit ball with stick. Huh? Hit ball with stick exactly. That's I think that's the right one. And oh yeah, you've got a you got the bat. I got the bat right here. That's I right? get the yeah. That's just for self defense. Yeah, that's right. Just in case. Yeah. Um, but uh, so so a Dodger fan, I'm sure he'd had one or two beverages. He was mad that the Dodger season was over. He was wearing a Kershaw jersey. He walked down the aisle. And he threw his jersey on the field and said, F all of you guys, and he got out of there. <laughs> Listen, we've all been there. You know, we've all been there, and it's fine. Um, but it didn't end there. So we went to the game, and— Wait, uh, wait hold we on. Were... There's a point. Hold on. There's a point. Go ahead. I know it's hard to find that. My thought was, this guy lives in L.A., so his expenses are so high. He doesn't care about throwing a $100 jersey on the field. That's, That's no big it. It's, it's kind of like these rich living. people at Happy Valley, right? You can just throw five grand for a weekend. It doesn't matter. Because you're spending a bazillion on your house back yeah. in Manhattan. You have on your on your one bedroom apartment in Manhattan. Ridiculous. Sorry, uh, Jay, Money, Jay Money has a whole uh, skyscraper in, uh, yeah. in town, correct? Yeah, I believe so. I think he owns two buildings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he used, I think one of them is only he's only allowed to be in there his family stays in the other one that's it yeah and it's like a skating rink he's suited out like an 80s skating rink which is really weird but hey it's his prerogative it's his money right yeah yeah, yeah. you go in Let's, there they always have diana ross playing. <laughs> so this was a very j money weekend this is how i think that j money experiences the world i had a very j money weekend oh this is awesome yeah, yeah so a little bit of this so we tailgated the way that Penn State does tailgating. First, you can either be four and a half miles from the stadium, mm-hmm. which is where we were last year. I went to the Pitt Penn State game last year, and that's where we were. We were 46 miles, somewhere in a 46 mile radius of uh, State College. Somewhere <laughs> you could see the stadium with some with a satellite phone. Right, right. We got. This pass, he got this pass to tailgate. He'd never been tailgating before, like like that, mm-hmm. um, like buying a pass and stuff like that. So he spent like less than about a hundred dollars on the parking pass. Whatever, it's fine. He doesn't have, you know, he lives not too far away, so right. who cares? Right. Um, and it was a first. They do numbered, uh, uh, parking, you know, spots. Yep. So our spot. Was only three spots were closer to the stadium than our spot. We were literally like seventy feet away from the stadium. It was incredible. You could throw a paint paint filled balloon at the stadium from where we were standing. Did you throw a golden black balloon? Was not prepared adequately. I should have, and I regret it to this moment. The best parking spot. I think I've. Well, that's not true because I used to have a buddy who. uh, my buddy Ed used to have a great parking pass years ago, and we would park right underneath the the scoreboard mm-hmm. uh, near the South End, which are incredible uh, parking. But my another great parking uh, spot I had was at, at the Rose Bowl. Uh, I was a hundred yards from. from no way. Game. Yep. It and did you awesome. do did you do good tell you or did you, did you yeah, chill? Yeah, yeah. We were there really? really early. We were there really early, and it was awesome. So they're just filing people, and it was one of the mis- most amazing. Just incredible things. So my brother and I, had, he was coming in uh, the night before, and we had been there for three days, and, and we just said, we'll try to find you in the parking lot before. And this is before everybody had cell phones, if I remember correctly, so it's 2001. Um, so cars are coming in, 
So we get we park and we're looking at that beautiful Rose Bowl sign, yeah. the iconic. Yeah. Thing. My brother's car pulls in right next to us. Man. Oh my gosh. It was amazing. It was amazing. Listen, so, sometimes like life you, like, things line up. It's, sometimes life works out, and then devastating things happen later. But we're not there yet. Stories, right? Until yeah. the game. We got there super early, about eight o'clock, and of course we started mixing beverages and grilling bacon and stuff like that because it was breakfast. It was you amazing. Eight o'clock, so you are six hours before kickoff. Yeah. No. Uh, no. No. We were there eight. We were there eight. So a solid four hours. Okay. Okay. Cool. And um, uh, it was lovely. We had hot apple cider and rum and stuff like that. It was great. Lots of breakfast foods. Worked out really well. Then from the first half, for the first half, we went to our seats, which is where he has season I'm tickets. Real quick, I can ask you an important question, and I will judge you based on your answer. Yes, sir. Uh, crispy bacon or non-crispy bacon? Mm. I am a crispy bacon man, and I Absolutely. take no. Yeah, I don't. I don't enjoy these floppy bacon. I can't uh, eat things. crispy bacon. I can't I do like it. it. Yep, good. Just it's... eat a sponge with grease exactly. inside of it. You bacon, know what I mean? One of the wonderful things, crispy bacon is just. Oh. It's literally like this is one I, of the God gave us. So. I like burnt stuff, Me so too. I will even take the burnt ends of the bacon. Uh, you know, yeah. Nobody else wants that. I'm that's, with you. That's it. That's, that's where you good. are. Yeah, it was yep. perfect. It was wonderful. It was a great time. Everybody was happy. Um, there were a whole bunch of people that were there. It was a good. T- we took one of them group photos with the Penn State Stadium in the background. It was. And they, their fans, honestly, they are fun. It's nuts. Their fans are very friendly. Yes. A great time to hang out with. Yeah. Now, don't debate certain topics. No, them. You can't. Yeah, because it gets don't weird. Don't logic real- them. It's weird. Yeah. But they're great hangs. It's crazy. Unexpected great hangs, Penn State fans. Um, so we went to the seats, watched the first half, uh, was jeered at. I, I, was the, I was you in the stadium, basically. I channeled all of my inner doubt. Nice. So, so what's that mean? Does that mean you were, you were oh, short and handsome? Or what oh, do you yeah, mean? Exactly. I was trying to be my handsomest, uh-huh. um, but I was cheering very loudly, but not obnoxiously, but loudly enough. Yeah. And then as the score got more and more lopsided, I started getting more and more sarcastic while staying at the same level. Well, level. it happened so fast. Yeah, oh man, it happened. And then everybody, every time the scores happened, all of the Penn State fans were like, you know, like rocking me. I, my head was in my hands and all of them were rocking me back and forth. You know what I mean? Like they were like, you know, slapping my back and things like that. So it was a good time, except not really. Yeah. Yeah. That's not fun. That's the thing. It's like, there was a time when I was really, I wanted to see all these different stadiums. And I think getting, watching Purdue get their ass kicked at different venues kind of beat it out of me. Like, I think I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. I mean, I've been to a lot of, famous venues and just watch Purdue lose badly and I'm like yeah this is not ideal and and when Purdue's good I'm like yeah I don't want to I don't want to go and you know see a good team lose you know like the Michigan game I went to in the big house it was horrible for me it has to it you can't go with you or you and one buddy like it has to be like a whole group going and then it's not about the game anymore it's about like you know hanging out and stuff and so it, it, the Penn State Stadium, by the way, the fans are really like loud and stuff. Yeah, We've already it's, talked it's about a this. Very, very good, loud. The thing that kills me, did that cat make you nuts? Yeah. 
Well, so I I've gone to pit games before, and it's the same damn thing. Okay. They they play the same. They <laughs> it's bad. It's bad. Yeah. Um, and so, but the stadium is awful. Like the stadium, need, it looks like a Lego built stadium where just pieces are just kind of put together haphazardly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but they need. Told and see, I didn't sit in these seats, but in the new edition where it's higher, you can see the mountains. That's where we. That's where his season tickets were. So we were pr- not pretty high, but like we were high up. Yeah. And it was. I mean, it was just gorgeous. Like I mean, Central Pennsylvania is absolutely beautiful. Um. And so they were great seats. And yet the game was terrible. And then in the second half, we got taken up because a buddy of mine works with, um, a friend who has access to suite. Uh, tickets that's awesome and so and there are no they don't sell uh any beverages of the fun variety at uh beaver stadium unless you're in one of these boxes where you get them for free if you have them Mm -hmm. um so it was a really good time and it was right next door right next to franco harris's uh suite yeah that was wild that That was was wild It was incredible. This is how I imagine Jay Money lives and walks every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so good. He literally mocked me before for having seats that aren't expensive in places, and I'm like, dude, what are you talking? I'm not gonna. I can't spend that much money. He's like, is it nice up there? And I'm like, I can't do it. I'm. I don't know. He's got his butlers. uh, He buys a ticket for his butlers, and then they come with the banana. Really, he does treat his his staff nicely. It's true. He does. Actually, you and I were at one time. We were both on his staff. That's how we literally. Well, that's a different. (laughs) (laughs) So it was a wonderful day, except for you know, uh, the football. Well, the, the funny thing is, so um, so I was watching it on a uh, 4.7 inch screen at a restaurant. Uh, <laughs> my daughter had a had her soccer tournament. This, this you were on the road, yeah. Yeah. So so I was we we broke for lunch and um, and so my nephew sit next to me. So let's watch the game. And Purdue was already down, I think, 700 to, to zero. It was uh, first half, yeah. Hey, mm-hmm. second half, we kept them close though. But we 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 put it on, and I I'm. Uh, eating at a, at a relatively nice sit-down restaurant. We get a party of like 12 people. All, all have been watching little girls play soccer, so we're kind of a – we're not, you know, we're not wound up or anything, but, you know, we're not hooligans, but um, quiet group, let's say. And so when that uh, targeting penalty was overturned, uh, yeah. I went nuts in that neighborhood or in that in that restaurant. I was so darn angry, and I was like, all right, it's enough to, to lose – but to have this shit happen, that was yeah. such an obvious ob- – it was like textbook. His arms were back. His eyes were on the ground. He hit him th- with the crown of his head. Yeah. I don't understand it. I me don't either. understand that call. It made me so mad because I was like, you know, that dude's going to get himself paralyzed. Because wasn't like, there another one, another defenseless receiver? Yeah. yeah. That I Purdue – yeah, that Purdue was ejected. It was targeting. And oh, so yeah. Was- I mean it was. And so call it call it for everyone there was also the one which was um the catch and fumble which is clearly not a catch and fumble right um and that i started yelling about loudly but i am you know in the stadium and so yeah. that is uh yeah not ideal but franco harris punch you but i know this was in the first half so i would never do that around franco <laughs> also this is a penn state uh box so i couldn't really cheer very loudly because i was being charmed by them charmed by that oil money that sweet sweet oil sweet, money 
sweet oil money. So, it, uh, I mean, and and the first half was just, it got out of control. I mean, 10 sacks, how many of the 10 sacks were in the first half? Like, I think it was like six or seven of them were in the first half. He was running for his life. I mean, and it's some and of them was his thing. fault. It was like, some I was, of them was his fault. His... He was, some of them was Jack the Snack's fault because he was taking like 14 step drops. Right. It's like, just take five step up and make a decision. It's, you know, but you'll learn that again, not against Penn State at Penn State. Like, you know, it's, yeah. it's tough. Yeah, and the Rom, other part, Rom's the other game comments were weird and funny at the same time. Yeah. They, he said, we watched them on tape. What was the wording? It was something like, we watched them on tape and on tape, they were better than we thought they'd be. And then in person, they were better than that. And I was like, what? <laughs> so, so did he hear, he saw their undefeated record and said, these guys probably aren't yeah, very good. Holy fine. crap, they're very good. Well, so they did lose. There was a large amount of turnover last year. Yeah. And so, and there was, there's not really, Michigan was supposed to be the big team um, in the East. Yeah, that's funny. Ohio State, I think, is their record is better than they are this year. Oh, they're and great. They're, they're their defense. I, I don't know. I want to see the Ohio State Penn State game this year because that might be a that both teams have a lot of speed, but yeah. but the Ohio State defense and the the defensive backs are they're just I think there's three pros right there yeah. and um they're really really good and they're really good at turning teams over. They're I. Uh, I, I mean, they're both. Those are the two. Those are the two teams out of the East that are just, you know, head and shoulders above everyone else. It, it seems like. Uh, well, the Ohio State players mentioned the Purdue loss as motivation to not let your guard down, which is awesome. They're, oh, that's still ahead. That is great, especially because we're not playing them for another six yes, years exactly. or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Fantastic. Well, um, so, but the, that, but the me, defense. They they showed some things in the second half. Very very good. After, that was after Watts went down too. And right? so it's like, how many of Purdue's top fifteen players have to go down before? And you know, here I wrote this down because I couldn't keep all of them in my head. I didn't realize that in addition to Moore and Sparks, Sheffield Wright and Rice were right. all out. But we nobody really knew that. I think before the game, yeah. I don't think that was. I don't think Brom talked about it, and um, it sounds like uh, Wright is 50-50 for this week. I don't think he plays, yeah. Um, and I think the but, younger two uh, play. Sheffield's done. Right? Yeah, he's oh, done. Is he, did, was he ruled out? I think so. I think yeah. so. I think either Sheffield, one of those two, Sheffield or Rice, has, I think a, Sheffield, you're right. has a bad a bad injury where Brom said, yeah, he's going to be out for a while. And yeah. that could be anything for, I mean, I don't know. Brom's knows? so good at not telling yeah. us anything. So, um, and then today, because it's Thursday, we got our standard injury report. Two more starters will be out. Uh, Horvath has been a starter on and off, or you could say however you want to say it. Yeah. And Beach is out. Well, so, it's not even that. Like, were there 10 offensive linemen that played last week, I think? And so yeah. it's like, it doesn't even matter if that 10 offensive linemen, 10 starters, that I, or 10 sacks. You know, that's how I kind of remembered it. It's like, how do you play? How do you play ten offensive linemen and expect to get and not be a five-star team like a team stacked with five stars and expect to get any kind of continuity? I think that right there to me was the. There were a couple of things I really liked about um, the coaching last week. One of them was playing so many linemen. I thought that was actually fantastic. I don't. I don't care. Mm. I really. I, I know it was painful, but. 
you knew you were going to lose that game. Right? Well, that's, I guess. So yeah. Get guys in there, get them reps. Um, and then the other thing, I loved the defense moving around. They did everything they did they could to keep Penn State off balance. I mean that the when Watts got hurt, uh, that was a really bad closer. Yeah. It was yeah. not like, and you wouldn't think he'd snap his out, but that was gross to watch it. Mm-hmm. Like it popped and it did. We didn't see a replay in the stadium, and I am uh, not going to look one up. It was it was pretty bad, and yep. he was already wearing a, a big elbow brace. brace. Mm-hmm. So yeah, not good. Um, not ideal. And, some yeah, would say. not ideal. Not ideal. And so the. Um, but there's there is some good news. This is kind of the first good news we really got in the season, I would say. You've got Fuller and Worship both dressing on Saturday. That's fantastic. And it sounds like they might both take snaps. And it's this nuts. Is, yeah, it's nuts that all of a sudden running back produced three deep, like produced three right. starters deep. Right. That's that's some good medicine. I mean, that's great to see. And I mean. Uh, I really didn't think worship would ever play it down at Purdue after yeah. all the way this 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 um, this knee recovery is gone. It's just been hellacious. How long so. has it been since we've seen him? Uh, I think it was the end of the season two years ago. At the end of seventeen, that Elijah yeah. that last yeah. Elijah run, right? Yeah. And so it was like, man, that's crazy. Two years off the field, and so we'll see if he takes he you know how many snaps he takes or anything like that. I assume. Uh, King is still King. King Doru is still going to be um, the the primary, but and the, the thing I keep saying to people, I got mocked on Twitter, which is fine, whatever. But I said I said that I think Purdue's going the offense and defense will put it together, and and uh, we're gonna see a good a good Purdue effort next week. And and people said, are you expecting walk-ons or miraculous healings on the offensive line? I said, no, I'm expecting Purdue to play the worst team they've played since Nevada. Yeah, it, yeah. It's, which it's is tough. Simple. I'm so. and they lost their quarterback last week, you know. Um, so Maryland Did you see lost. That fact though, this is really interesting. No. So he may play, by the way, Jackson, right? Oh, yeah. really? He may play. Um, but the thing that was really interesting to me, and uh, my resident statistician uh, LBD looked this up. He said, "Do you know Sindelar still has more yards than Maryland's starter right now, and he started every game." Man, Sindelar was oh. racking up numbers in the first i mean like he was at the top of every leaderboard after two games three games yeah two and a half games i guess yep yep but uh that's tough that's tough to it was tough to hear but um so maybe there's a little glimmer of hope i I, I said the difficulty more starters and two or two more guys that have started games this is ridiculous i mean the, the difficulty though is that maryland's oddly enough Maryland's defense has been the more impressive unit um, under Loxley, especially after that first week, mm-hmm. um, which or not first week. What was it? Second week against the when they blew out Syracuse. Yeah. Um, after since then, it's just been their defense that's been and the rush, their pass rush, which isn't great for us. Um, but the pass rush has been really, uh, really great. And the problem is that they now expect a bowl. Right. So let's let, you know, if we pretend we're a Maryland podcast, you have to have this Purdue. Yeah. yeah. Right. And that's a bad place to be. Now, Purdue has a home field advantage. It's homecoming. It should be a good crowd. Um, I, I mean, I think, you know, there's there's psychological things. These uh, kids love putting on the new uniforms. I know old men are, hey, get 
off my lawn. But those jerseys, oh, man, oh. those kits are are clean. I think they you said clean. clean. That is yeah. that is the right word for them. They are beautiful. Yeah, it's like uh, there. You know, there's some paint jobs or liveries, depending on which side of the pond you're from, uh, in, in, in racing that you say that car is fast, just standing still. And those uniforms are fast. Just standing. Are they, still. are they your favorite alternate design that Purdue's ever had? Cause I, I, th- I was trying to think if there's anything even close. The only one I would say is close is a really weird one just because I thought it was a fun game and it goes way back to my childhood was Rod Woodson senior year when Purdue came out in black jerseys and put on the gold jersey. So gold on gold, yeah, that old gold. I thought it didn't really match all that well. I just thought it was really cool because that was way before teams did that. And it was unexpected. Yeah, it was unexpected. Yeah, that was cool. Um, how about you? I mean, I, 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 the closest one is when it's all blacks and chrome dome, the gold chrome um kind of helmets. And yeah, that's for a normal. night game, right? Yeah, and so for a night game, it, you're kind of expecting that all black with the gold chrome. I and and it's such a subtle difference. Purdue wore them today. It's such a subtle difference that silver chrome versus the gold chrome helmets. Um, but that gold, the gold looks the shiny gold looks so beautiful. And at night under the lights, it looks so great. And that's the only thing that can kind of come close to this. I think this. I mean, the details that they did, um, that they that they put into everybody at the. Um, Patch. Yeah, the patch. Awesome. And the patch has the griffin and it looks like Armstrong Hall. And so was it um was it our boy uh from the from inside Sadler that was doing some of this? Yeah, Sadler cuz he's the one who took the most offense to the um to the South, the South Florida, yeah. or Central Florida, yeah, whatever. Man. And so, so we had, I had a little discussion with copywriting the moon. Hey, they copy, they they put a trademark on the moon, and that's that's fair is fair, right? They own it. They own the moon. The 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 funny thing is, if you read the thread um, about the moon sticker decal, um, Sadler said, "I didn't see it." He said, "I never saw the helmet." The, the, really, your helmet, UCF. And I thought that was hilarious. Oh, uh, the UCF helmet. Yes. Yeah. Which I loved. And so then I, you know, I tweeted at he and um, Chris, the two of the guys on the on the uh, sports marketing team or the creative team, and and I said, well, they did a poor job telling the story, which Purdue did a great job telling the story. They lathered the fans up for 12 hours before they released it, and then. <clears throat> And then the the whole uniform comes out, and it's just a work of art. UCF was kind of an afterthought, just through the. It's the, just a decal. Yeah, and here's, cool here's the other thing. I'm gonna get nerdy on y'all. That number one, it's not the same photo. You can tell the way the craters are set. Two, the UCF decal to me looks like a um, overlay of the UCF logo on a photo. <clears throat> Purdue's looks like they've taken a photo and vectorized it in Adobe Illustrator and changed some of the gradations so it looks like the dark side of the moon is coming over. So they've actually made the photo into a graphic. I would say Purdue would be probably protected in court of law, even if it was trademarked, but I think there are people that could debate Talk that. To Talk community. to him. Talk to so, him. So I thought about Talk this. Talk to him. Say it louder, Daddy. There we go. There we go. So I feel good about Purdue and their creative team. I had a friend that said, of course Purdue copied, but they did better. And I said, I really don't think they copied. And I think that would matter too. The – the, it, it also, in a court of law, if you show the train of, of thought, yeah. I, I think Purdue is – it's defensible. There. It, doesn't, it doesn't matter. They're not you – you know what's so cool is that you can put um, – what was it on the back? Um, one giant leap? 
Is that what they put on the kind yes. of back, the very awesome. bottom? Yeah. It's like, that's all you need to, come on. Like, wh- right. what are you going to do? They put the footsteps in the front, Dude, it's the so ones smart. that are right next to Armstrong. Footsteps have the same exact rhythm, just like, I mean. It's like, so good. It's so good. And they did such a good job. I mean, there was a guy who got, it was great. There was a guy who got real critical of him. Um, the next day, and he says, if you wanted to do it, you probably should have made some red accents. And uh, Chris Voodoo, I, I don't know what his real name is, um, he said, he said, oh, yeah, we're, we're never putting red on our uniform. But, yeah. But thanks, right? Come on, I'm nuts. What? And then the guy started talking about what they should know, the graphics on the field. And then he says, you know what we should do? We should have just brought the moon into the stadium yeah. and put just it down. fill it with moon rocks or just fly the stadium to the moon. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. Either one. We've got yeah. a space force now. It's gonna be it's gonna be neat. I think the whole thing's gonna be cool, and they're gonna honor the '94 team and the 1969 team. That's very cool. Uh, some old guys, my dad's age, will be down there, and that's a special team. Obviously, that's the Rose Bowl team. Um, uh, that's that's really cool. '94. I'm trying to think. It's a bad team. I'm. That's a bad team, my friend. Yeah. I mean, I think. I Why think that's the team that had one win and one tie. Is this 25, just the 25 years, 25 and 50? I, I was like, wow, why do that? I mean, I know those guys deserve, like, somebody to come out and wave. And I'll cheer, but <laughs> guys, guys, guys. That was a really bad team. Yeah, the 94 tough. or the 95 team was horrendous. Uh that's tough. We're gonna, for the sake of this, we're not gonna look it up, and we're no. gonna assume it's ninety-five. It was ninety-three or ninety-four. Okay, okay. so if, if you're out there listening, whoever listener, you can tell me where I was right or wrong. I think I don't think it was my freshman year, which was fall of ninety-three. I think it was fall of ninety-four, my sophomore year. But it doesn't matter. Both teams were not very good. Um, ninety-five was actually okay. I think they had like five wins. Um, so let me see. Ninety-three is one in ten. You're right. Okay, so ninety-four. I, uh, 94, 94 is 94 is 4 5 and 2, two 95 is, is <laughs> two, ties. two ties baby so, yeah we're going to honor the two ties and then Jeff Coletta will come see us and and the fearless leader to two ties Iowa was one of them and I can't remember the other Iowa was he took a victory out of the he, he stole the tie out of the stole mouth a of tie it's a tie oh my god so, yeah um one of them was wasn't wasn't one of them impressive one of them was Wisconsin that's right yeah so that's fine. A top 25 Wisconsin team and then the 21-21 Iowa tie. Oh, gosh, man. That game, I'm telling you, they had that game won. They, I, I, that game made me so mad. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, but then, uh, you know, and then the next year they tied again. Yeah. So it's like three ties in the span of two years. Incredible. We've talked about this before, but just, I mean, only Purdue. Yeah. Just only our only our alma mater, so in the in, hopefully we end up with uh, a win or a tie. That's all I'm hoping. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, clean jersey. Here, I get no. I, get know. I don't winner. think right. Obviously, they have so many. You you start going for two after what four overtimes or three overtimes. Now you. Yeah. I mean, now Brom would. If if we go into overtime against Maryland at home, we're going for two in the first one. Are you kidding okay. me? Come on. Um, but so that, are you feel, are you feeling as good about the game as me? Probably not. I, I'm feeling oddly good. No, no real I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. No. Um, <laughs> I'm not. 
No. Honestly, honestly, I hope we end up with three or four wins. And I hope neither. I hope four players make it out alive. Jack the Snack, George Karloftis, Barnes, and Bell. These are the only four gentlemen I hope make it out of the season alive. So were you were you paying attention at all on Instagram to uh, to Rondell Moore's feed? No, I haven't. He was teasing people just kind of to make them. Hey, maybe I'm gonna play. I, he said something like, "The sun's rising." People are like, "You playing, dog?" He's not playing. He's not playing. So what Brom said today is that this is interesting. Is there a tear? He said the word tear. Said the word tear. That's the first time we've heard that. I don't like that. <laughs> Call me crazy. <laughs> Sorry. Sounds bad. I read it twice, and I said, "Is he saying tear?" Like we were all sad. Oh, me? yes, yes. I, because, I yeah, was those in, we in tears in the <laughs> J Buddy left. J Buddy just bolted. Ah, I'm that. leaving. So it's tough. Yeah, it's tough. So, um, yeah, Bell has has been damn good, and uh, oh, it's good. Yeah, and I mean, the really interesting thing for Purdue fans out there who don't do this, but. Purdue doesn't have a two deep receiver group for five wide. Insane. Because next year, if healthy, assuming that a certain recruit commits when this podcast comes out, right. that would be nice. Yeah. But Purdue, if if, if all of them are healthy, are probably the deepest oh, wide receiver group great. in the country, or at least in one of the five deepest receiver groups in the country next year. And yet, yeah. next week, do we have three receivers we trust? Oh my gosh. What is this snake bitten season? It's it's just it's just that. So you gotta just call it what it is. And the funny thing, I love when people start doing this. They say, "What's the trainer doing?" Come on. I you, you'd have to. It'd be the funny thing is, Purdue. You know, we talked about nutrition early in the season. This would be more than this would be more than just training. This would to just, to have this be negligence and uh, just pump them put fill their IVs full of milk that's how this works right i'm milk. a doctor yes exactly just milk probably uh, 2% at least maybe yeah milk. well i mean listen you don't want to you don't want to gain that weight i might go alternate go lower. i'd go alternate 2 and 1 just okay. alternate 2 and 1 you know what i mean you don't want to get too heavy you know yes. uh, you get too heavy and that's a problem um, have you been? How about this question? We can switch gears a little bit. Yeah, and we can go to the questions. We can also. Yeah, but before we do that, um, there was a video that kind of set the Purdue world on fire that was released either yesterday or today. I think it was today. Yesterday. It was yesterday. And it was just Purdue running beautiful offense in practice. And at the end of the possession, they toss it up to Eastern, who's left side top, and he bombs a three. Oh, you're talking about basketball. Basketball, yes. Oh, that's beautiful. Did you see the video? I didn't. I haven't seen this yet. Nice. Oh my goodness. Yes. Is Nojo gonna be is Nojo gonna do this? I I have a hard time believing that he's gonna be a threat to shoot to, to make a lot of threes. But, you know, we've seen a couple times, you know, against air he was hitting threes. Now we've seen it against Brighton, but there was nobody the defense was not great. Kind of lax in a moment, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but still, I think a lot of teams are going to lag off him, right? They want to take away we've, that drive. We've, we've already moved to basketball season. It's fine. And so here, let me – so let's, let that be our segue into our questions. We've got a couple good questions here from Twitter. Um, uh, Try Webb asked the question. I'll ask you right away. 
Thanks, man. Uh, uh, so who is who, right, wrong? I read the wrong one. Yeah, Trey Webb. Okay, two questions. Which Kurt Boiler basketball player will have the longest career in the NBA? <laughs> I think there's a lot of things that have to happen, but the Ooh, I know what you say. I, okay, I, I, I mean, I, I a good question. <clears throat> you really think for a second. I mean, like you know, the obvious one out there to say is Matty Harms because sure. if anything, ha- the, he's got the longest upside, right? Yeah. Like he's got the highest upside. Yeah. Um, the dangerous answer is one of the freshmen. Okay, like one of the freshman guards. I I don't hate that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't hate that answer. Um, so we'll. I thought like, you'd say wheels. I thought that would be your second. Guy. No, that's Michael. Michael loves okay. Aaron Wheeler. Michael. Loves I like Brad I like Wheeler a lot too. I'm with Mike. Uh, yes. Michael loves every athletic wing that Purdue has ever recruited. Yeah, I, I, I've been. I think Michael and I have been watching the same idea, right? You have athletic wings, long arm guys. You're like, okay, that's an NBA. Body. That's it. Yeah. And so, so I keep waiting for one of these guys to. You keep waiting for our Victor Oladipo. Right. Like you it's, want? It, yeah. It's simple. That's all I want. Yeah. I don't think that's asking too much. Yeah. Um, Okay. Second question by TriWeb, just because I I think it's a real quick hitter. Uh, What's your favorite non-revenue producer or sport at Purdue? Oh, when I was there, volleyball was a lot of fun. Volleyball is super fun. Yeah. Yeah. When I was there, I went to a couple of volleyball games, the ones that were played in Mackey, like the big ones. And that was so much fun. Um. And I enjoy a couple soccer games. The new be- baseball stadium is fun. It's cool to go to. But when I was there, they, they were still okay. But uh, yeah, I think volleyball is my answer. Uh, I, I like uh, it, it, the problem is this is not really for Purdue because I, I couldn't. If you asked me to name a player, I couldn't. You're I just, a Quidditch I, I, guy. You're huh? a Quidditch. You're a Quidditch guy. I like no. I like softball. Women's. Okay. I think it's I think it's a great sport to watch. I think it's fast as hell. Like the things they do, I'm like I don't know how they react to the ball so quickly because it's so close. I'm just I'm amazed and perplexed by the game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I, like really, like I, I'll watch I'll watch women's college softball way easier than I'll watch men's college World Series every time. Yeah, you're just fascinated by it. Yes, I'm fascinated. I'm just like goodness gracious. Like I I played baseball for a long time. I I know how hard it is to react to the ball, and I tried to hit a very good fast pitch softball pitcher in no, college. You can't do it. I couldn't touch you it. You can't do it. No. The ball is in bizarre ways. Hitting so. a baseball is tough. Is hitting a softball is insane because it's like you're even the way the ball comes out of the pitcher's arm. Nothing it, like what I grew up on. Right? It doesn't make sense. It's like wiffle ball. Yeah. Yeah. You know it is. I mean? Yes, yes. And so, and also, shout out to women's basketball for me. I enjoy it. Um, I, I but let's, that's okay. Yeah, it happens. Like I said, if they've got Purdue on their jersey, I want them to succeed. I so. love it. So, okay. I, yeah, yeah. good answers. All right. So, uh, we got a, this is a question. I, I, I read this, and I don't even know how to answer this. I, this takes a thinking man, and you might be able to answer it. And if you can't, we can just edit it out. So. Yeah. No chance I'm going to do that. Continue. Okay. So Sam Japinski or Sam Gapinski. <laughs> which is depending on which region. Yeah. Ask the question. If you had to explain this football season in a non-sport fan to a non-sport fan by using a popular movie plot as an analogy, which movie would you go with? <laughs> so let's see. What's something that the expectations start high and they crash to a halt quickly and then they somehow continue to go down? 
and so I continue <laughs> to get worse. <clears throat> oh man, um, you know it's not. Oh, expectations would have to be high for it, and then it just turned into a car crash. Yeah. yeah. Oof. Uh, you know, I was thinking like day after tomorrow. Okay. Um, but that's just, it's literally about the apocalypse, <laughs> and it was also a terrible movie about right. the. It ended up right. being a terrible movie nice. about the apocalypse. Everybody loves Jake Gyllenhaal. Mm-hmm. It's fine. No, wait, is that 2012? Doesn't matter. One of these movies. Oh, I think it's. I think it's the day after tomorrow. I think. Yeah, right. one of the ones. Jake yeah. Gyllenhaal. Everybody loves him, but right. it just didn't work. The movie no. didn't work. He went no. on to have a great, continue to have a great career. Yep. That was just the one hiccup. Mm-hmm. Bad. Uh, yeah. So okay, I can't even ask that question. So you can edit that out. Um, uh, Chris Harder, our pal Chris Harder, asks uh, two questions. Um, he doesn't use the correct per, uh, punctuation, which bothers me a lot. I mean, Chris, sorry. It's I, mean, I don't even know, I don't know how to ask the question. With my <laughs> uh, if there was only one bourbon you could drink for the rest of your life, what would it be? Angels Envy Rye. I got to tell you, you, you know my reaction to that stuff. Uh, it's it's gold. That is an amazing. And you don't like rye. You don't like rye. That is incredible stuff. And so now I'm at this weird. I, I know it's expensive too, right? It's like. 65. It's like seventy. It's usually seventy. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm thinking about buying a bottle, and I probably sh- I, I'm breaking one of my rules where I don't usually go up there in that price. That stuff's amazing. So if I would go by just that one glass that I had right now, man. That, if I if I could get a supply of that, right, that's a pretty good place to be. It's the most efficient, so it's got the highest, um, you know, the 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 most efficient uh, use of the fewest amount of your. So, you know, so here's the funny part. My my answer, you, if you listen to this, if it, I've talked to you, it, Elmer T is the my favorite thing ever. Okay, but I cannot find it, and it's pissing me off so badly. I cannot find it. So Elmer T would probably be my. That's my number one. You love it can't get it so it's kind of like well we're dreaming anyway this whole thing's silly but yeah that so that the funny thing is those are two on the opposite end of the spectrum if you could shoot if you could shoot five bourbons out of your fingers for the rest of your life (laughs) that was that was a lot of fun that was a lot of fun i that would be much easier for me to answer yeah exactly and then there's a second part from chris uh what would it take rondale to do what would rondale have to do to win the Heisman next year. Um, uh, well, so what will it take? Is honestly, it would take Jack Plummer being good but not great, mm-hmm. because if if he if Rondell compiles the kind of stats that he would need to to get it, it has to be something that Plummer or the Purdue starting quarterback can't outshine him. Mm-hmm. And the other thing, it, it has to be a down year for quarterbacks. Like it just has to be a down year for court because any that's, that's Michael's big point, right? Above, uh, yeah, exactly. Any above average Heisman level season is gonna get is gonna take complete precedence over um, any skill position player. So I'll tell you what it's gonna take though. It's gonna take Purdue to win double digit games. It's gonna nine win. I mean, nine wins is the floor. You can't be a Heisman contender with less than nine wins. Yeah. So I, I think that one's kind of simple. Um, also, if he doesn't tear anything, that would be great. Yeah, that's. Gosh, Let's I, not do so, that again. Yeah, no, that's that's that would keep you from losing or winning the Heisman. I'm sure. I would say that great point, Dowd. I yeah. excellent point. Yeah, I'm a smart guy. 
boy. Yeah, let's, let's hope he is 100% soon. And I would not rush it this season. When I just heard about – yeah, I don't. Let's just take it. Yeah, yeah. Let's... You hear the word tear and you're like, listen, <laughs> this season's awful anyway. Let it be the season of Bell. Right. You know, let, let the other guys come back. Let Wright and Sheffield and Rice come back. Maybe and Sparks. I, maybe Sparks will be back Sparks. sometime. Yeah, let's great. see Sparks come back. Let, let's see them work. And we know Rondale is going to be there. And mm-hmm. so you last thing you want to do is rush him back. Also, He's... take him off of kick, kickoffs forever. Oh, yeah, never, Arts ever, kickoffs. ever. That's ever, it. ever. But that's hey, probably I something that would on... help him get in the Heisman race, but who gives a damn? I know. I was on the other side of the thing. Jay Money wanted one get that Northwest or the uh, Louisville game. Yeah. And that was it. He was like, okay, I'm done seeing him on kickoff returns now. Oh. No, wait, was it Louisville? No, it was uh, it was Northwestern. His first yeah. game was Northwestern. So he saw him in Northwestern. He was okay, cool. That's all I have to see. Please never show him again mm-hmm. uh, on special teams. And now I am saying that yes, I am I am in that camp. Okay. I've got I've got um uh, a question from from uh, a young man named Boiler Dowd. Um, good. I just thought good of looking it. guy here. Yeah, yeah. So here, okay, I'm going to give you four NFL players. I want you to tell me which one is Rondale most like. And I'm picking short people. Of course. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say McCaffrey. He's, uh, had, he's had a good season, man. Oh, my gosh. He's even oh, good. He's ridiculous. He's ridiculous. And he, you know, he was, to me, I, I always thought he was Reggie Bush in college, which is awesome. I love we, we can do that, right? We can cross over the race thing. That's great. But he he played so much like Bush. He did so much for Stanford, right? Um, uh, then, um, so McCaffrey, Cohen uh, on on the Bears. Um, uh, who's the cat from Kansas State? He's uh, had a great long career. Um, son of a gun. Makes it harder for you to answer the question. Um Dang it. He played for the Saints. He's played for um, – darn it. He plays running back and kick return. Son of a gun. And I'm sure the listener knows exactly who I'm talking to right now. We can but, edit this to make you sound very smart. Yeah, that's, I'm sure you will, so I appreciate that. Uh, um, and the fa- final one that I've always thought that uh, had – had, there's a – to me, I compared uh, Steve Smith to, uh, to Rondale. So of those four guys – I don't know who number three was. Okay. Um, He's little. Does that help uh, you? Uh, we're talking about Jordy Nelson, Darren Sproles. Yes. Darren Sproles? Sproles. Okay. So what's funny is that if you go through the um, – if you go through the uh, comparisons mm-hmm. – it's really hard to find wide receiver ones to him, isn't it? Right. Yes. It's so yes. bizarre. Um, well, you know, yeah, well, most of those, I mean, Steve remember, you know, Smith just seems like a different cat altogether, though. You know, so it's really hard. He's a hard nosed dude. Yeah. I, I but, don't. But one thing they have in common is their strength. They're both yeah. real strong, right? I don't hate Harvin, like Percy Harvin at his best. That's, yeah. Harvin's built differently though. He's a thin is, guy. Exactly. It's he's weird. more of a water bike. He he kind of avoided contact. To me, the the if you if you watch them play, because I watch Cohen play, because I just like him. Uh, he's he's very sudden, right? He's very good at, at stop and go. Um, and I when he came in, I was like, man, this guy's awesome to watch. Um, and he's had he's been pretty good so far as in his career. It's it's still a young career, but yeah, I I I don't know. For me. Uh, I probably say Cohen's most like him, just the way he. That's interesting, yeah. So, but he's not a wide receiver either. So, he does a lot. They put him, you know, they move him out of the backfield. 
gets the ball in the flat. I think they put him in the in the slot every now and again, but mostly he plays running back. So. And I could, I could see him being used like those kind of utility players mm-hmm. where, and man, if he ends up on Kansas City with Andy Reid, oh goodness. Yeah, yeah, a lot of I fun. mean, just not with Belichick is all I ask. Yeah, yeah. I don't ask for much. Just yeah. let him survive just his Purdue yeah. career and yeah. let him end up with anybody but Belichick. Yeah. Purdue players, boy, there's a pipeline in New England now. Yeah. Another question from – it's a practical one. I think it's a real easy one. Again, uh, Purdue1221 uh, asks, uh, the best eating established on or near campus that's not called Triple X um, or Harry's. I was so mad because I was stuck in traffic Friday night before the uh, summit, yep. and uh, Jay Money and Michael ended up at both Triple X for dinner and Harry's for drinks, yeah, and cool. I haven't done that combo since I was an undergrad. I've never I, done that combo. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It, I miss it. I miss it. And you know what my order – here's the thing. I get crazy because I get the peanut butter burger. I get the Purvis, but mm-hmm. I also get it with hot peppers on it. Oh my gosh! Yeah, what do you think is a game? This I got. I got. No, you ain't playing. This I mean, come on. Now. Game? Goodness, that's crazy, man. I got. Maybe I should try that. I like Nine Irish. Uh, Nine uh-huh. Irish, my spot. Uh, yeah. In grad school. So did like it open? Grad. Did it open when you were an undergrad? It opened right. It must have been either very early as I was an undergrad, so maybe oh seven ish. Mm-hmm. Probably, if I were to guess, maybe oh six, oh seven. Yeah. Um, and That's a nice that, spot. I love that spot, and that yeah. was the place where we went uh, when I was um, doing my masters, and it was great. Um, and then uh, I could avoid Jake's, because which is what I, which was my spot as an undergrad. However, now I miss it. Now, I yeah, I like I like Jake's. I a lot. loved. I Jake's loved is gone. So to me, it's weird going to Jake's as not an undergrad though. You can't the magic the magic after that was gone that moment was there and your Jake's is the epitome of the undergraduate bar or yeah, what the thing I liked about it so I'm, I'm this is practicality lots of TVs I love the food oh the, uh, the, the hot dogs that were boiled in lard it was perfect <laughs> is it that was true made, yeah sure why not why it not yeah yeah like sure was. okay good uh yeah so. So if I'm going to say places that are still in existence, I would say uh, Lafayette Brew Company. It's across the river. Mm. So I would still call that close by. Oh, yeah. And then I'd say AJ's. Uh, AJ's is – AJ's Burgers and Beef. What would you say? AJ's Burgers and Beef. I love AJ's. It's maybe. great. It's great. And so we almost had a sponsorship with them years ago. We never talked about it in public, but – they kind of bailed on us. We were going back and forth. It was a little flirting, and then it went away. But sure. I was like, I like AJ's. And if they're listening, yes, you can call us. And we, It was in the early stages. It was like the first generation of like restaurants that aren't supposed to deliver that deliver. Mm-hmm. It was like kind of like 10 years ahead ago. Ahead of their time. Ahead of their time. Yeah, and um, there was like a hungry boiler was a thing yes. when we were on campus. Yeah. And so uh, they would just deliver us AJ's, and I'm pretty sure I've lost at least six weeks of my life because of that. Just yeah. tacked on the end of it, it's gone right, be- right. purely because of Hungry Boiler. Yep. Between yep. rice cafes, uh, chicken fried rice, and and AJ's. Is that place still around? Is rice cafe oh, still around? I, in my mind, it is. The rice <laughs> I, I don't think it's know. frozen. To check onto it. Yep. Okay, so uh, Brad Eban asked a question. The final seven games, what would – you consider a successful finish of the season 
uh, now that we're facing all these injuries, you can ask that. You already said three wins, or did you say four wins is a successful season from where we're sitting? Oh, uh, man. I mean, three wins, and I would be fine. Like, if it's three more. So if it was yes, four. Same. four you know, and that's the thing. This, that Nevada win or loss like stings so yeah. much but if we if we do maryland illinois indiana i'd be fine yeah. um okay. we, there's and, a second part of this this gets really interesting and if purdue competes against nebraska and northwestern yep. i'd be yep. happy you know okay. that's how about this would you rather have five wins if one is either iowa or wisconsin plus iu or do you want six and lose to iu you and i i think are in lockstep this i don't yeah, care about yeah, you can Sorry, I don't give a damn about six wins. I in this first of all in this season to get to six wins it would be miraculous. It'd be yeah Herculean. You know, so it'd have to be Maryland, Illinois, Indiana, and then what they say, um, uh, not Iowa or no Iowa not, probably not, not IU, not IU. So the interesting Sorry. thing. Um, so Maryland. Oh man, I don't know then because Maryland. Illinois. You'd have some big wins in there. That's... You would have some big ones. You'd probably lose to Wisconsin, but then you do Northwestern, Nebraska. You'd have five straight. You'd have to do five straight, right? Which so you do Maryland, fun. Iowa, Illinois, Nebraska, Northwestern. At that moment. That would be really cool. Yeah, that would be cool. That would be uh, really cool. Uh, I think I would take going the, into I would take. I would take not going to the, the bowl game, beating Iowa. Or, I mean, if they could beat Wisconsin, I got to tell you, if they win one more game and it's Wisconsin, I, I think it's a successful season. That'd be great. How about that? There's my trade. There's my trade. Yeah, J-Money, J-Money just wants a 50-point 50 50 win over Nebraska. That's what he wants. That's true. He does. He wants it bad, too. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, well, I mean, we got – let's go uh, – let me give let me give two more questions here, and then we'll, we'll call it a day. Um Right now, this is a very important question. It's from our buddy, that boiler in France. Uh, what position would you play on the team this year? Now that we need so many. Uh, oh, I'm a, yeah, I'm a receiver. I'm a receiver. Why not? It's okay. very easy. Very easy okay. for me. Not a D end. Uh, going after your guy Kerrigan. Yeah, I I know. I off the edge. Listen, I'm not. I don't have the. I don't have the. I don't lift weights like purely you lift say. weights. Listen, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> like Ryan Kerrigan does. Um, you know, Ryan Kerrigan barely lifts weights. He, again, he only uses his body weight to get yeah. that. You know what I mean? It's, you, know, right. you can Don't do so many true. body weight exercises yeah. that yeah. gets you uh, jacked like yeah. that. Um, no, I'd, I'd play receiver. I'm a long, lanky dude with really reliable hands. I'm fine. The 6'4 guy, man. Yeah. No problem. Right, 6'4, is that right? Am I... yeah. right. Okay, All right. Uh, I think for me, as I'm built right now, as I stand, I'm a fullback. I, I'm almost positive. Bring it back, man. Bring back the fullback. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm doing it. That's that's a lot of fun. That's a lot of fun. Get the pads low. Let's pop some people. Open up some holes for Tario when he gets healthy. That's right. Yeah. And the, the second part of uh, that Boiler and Francis question is, uh, how many injuries do you need before they officially cancel the season? Man, so I was trying to tell this to Penn State fans last week, which is like Purdue. They were like, I was expecting Purdue to be better this year. And I was like, listen, when people say we're playing our B team, they usually don't literally mean in the spring game there's the A team and the B team. We're li- we are playing our B team. Like, I'm not. So it is. it would be bad if all four of – 
just want number five on defense to just stay healthy forever. That's it. That's all I want. And now that I said that, uh, it's probably going to be bad. But Jack, George, Barnes, and Bell, that's it. I just let them survive the season. It's it's, it's a – I mean – Jay talked about it last week, and my brother, my older brother, said this. He said, when you're in September and you're saying, man, we just need the season to get over with, <laughs> oh, this is such a weird place to be. And, I mean, here's the thing. You and I, I mean, are, we're absolutely lit on fire about, you know, looking forward to what Brahm's going to do next and all that. And this season – it just quickly changed about perspective and how you feel about everything. And, and even beforehand, it was like, it'd be cool if we got to seven, you know, eight this year, but it'd be kind of still a year in advance, right? Like, we we were thinking that the first two years we postponed the rebuild and that rebuild would never come. Well, it's here now. Like, right, that's, right. This, this is the rebuild year because of injuries. It's here. What are you going to do? If you if you still doubt that premise right there, I, I challenge you to go on. I think ESPN has a nice layout to their roster, the way they do it. Um, you can click on the class of the players where they'll put the, the guys in the order from senior to freshman. And so I would challenge you. If you think that – and there are people out there. You may think this is ludicrous because you're not one of them. You're a smart person, I assume, if you're listening to this. But there are people out there that are that are literally blaming Brom for not being a good coach this season, which I'm just like, shut up. But anyway, so if you're one of those people and you and you're still listening, go on to ESPN, go onto the roster, hit the class, so senior comes up first, and look how few players that play significant roles are in that senior and junior class. Yep. It's not just a senior class. And that to me right there, you're saying everything you need to know about what Brom truly inherited and how the chickens have come to roost this That's season. It. That's it. And the big the other big thing is that that is on him is the failure to get um graduate transfer offensive linemen. Yep. Yep. And so but to you me, know why he did it though. I mean that's the thing because I, I thought about that. You know, it's very simple. When he started seeing kind of that snowball happening last year with the recruiting class, right? This guy comes and his buddies come in and now this guy's coming and you're like, oh wow. Save we got us. a good handful of four four stars. He says, okay, we're building a program. Mm-hmm. And now we need scholars, right? Mm-hmm. This year it's happening again. We're going to see another big verbal tomorrow or big – yeah, it's verbal. I guess they're not signing yet. You'll see another big verbal tomorrow um, who's the apple of many programs' eyes. And here's how you know – there are two things you know why he, he he's definitely coming to Purdue. His final two were Georgia and Purdue. He, <laughs> on, he put it on Twitter and no Georgia fans reacted to yeah. that. They're like, oh, this guy is. Yeah, he's not coming there. He's not coming. And I was like, that's funny. It makes me laugh. But Malik Carr is one of these guys where you go look at his offer sheet and you just start giggling. You're just yeah. like, this is happening. It's like it's 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 like Rondell and it's like Bell. I mean, like you know, and and Purdue beat out Penn State for Bell, right? Like Penn State was Bell's second team, so. Um, you know, but what was it? Texas, Bama, basically anybody wanted Rondale. State, yeah. I mean, there, there were, uh, yeah, it's crazy. And so, 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 so that's why said, this if, is if the anybody class asked of the question, why didn't he go get the Juco O-lineman? That's why. Because you're building a program. Building a program. Building and a program. So and now, opportunity. now you can, you can sell the instant start offensive line, um, to any, 
uh, junior college or even graduate transfer that just says, look at our line. You can start right away. We need you to come here and look at these players. Look at this. Um, look at these skill players. Look at the talent that's on this team. This could be a really special unit. And it might be a really easy sales job for a graduate transfer or the junior college market next year. Yeah, We're hoping. Yeah. But yeah. that's the big one. The other interest, last, do we have another question? I, I'm not asking. I, I cut myself okay. off because I thought we can so keep going. And last thing other- before um, was it was interesting that to see that Aiden O'Connell was listed on the depth chart as it, it was as a or. maybe. Uh, yeah, exactly. There was the or. So it was Jack the Snack or Aiden O'Connell, who yeah. I have started calling AOC because nobody else in pop culture <laughs> right now is being called AOC. <laughs> Why that's that's such a random uh, uh, letter abbreviation. So why would great. you know? Good work. AOC. Um, yeah. So either Jack the Snack or AOC is going to be starting, and it's well, they they named the starter. Yeah. So uh, AOC is off off the board. And so that is more just to prepare him to be the backup just in case, right? right. I mean, like right. to get him. Well, I right. think I think Brom is trying to find ways to make these guys continue to compete, yeah. right? Just can. Yeah. Keep fighting, and uh, that's good. And he hasn't given up. If you listen to his talk, that's what I love about Brom is he doesn't he doesn't start off with excuses. He says we just didn't play very well, uh, we didn't coach very well. It's we not got, that you got to watch the tape. You know, there's no you got to watch the tape. None of that. That's great. So, um, well, this has been a pleasure. It's so, what do you what do you think? Really quick, out here, by the way. What do you think? In real quick, three and a half points. Maryland is actually favorites. Okay. Yeah, so what I, do you? How do you feel? How do you feel? I feel. I told you I feel good. I think Purdue wins outright. So I. Uh, I don't. I don't. You know I don't bet, and I don't understand it. It's. Uh, it's like a foreign language to me. But uh, I, I would. Uh, I would not bet because I don't bet. Um, but I think Purdue's gonna win. I, uh, but I thought. Well, if you remember, if, if you can go back and check the tape, I thought Purdue was gonna beat Minnesota if Sindelar played the whole game. Yeah. I said that. It was very clear. And I, uh, with this one, I don't even need to say that. I'm just gonna. I think Purdue's gonna beat Maryland. I like your confidence, and uh, I, I will I'm, choose to believe in it. I will choose to. I will choose to have faith in it. Yes. Okay. I just don't think they're that good, and I do think Purdue. This is one of those things where I do think Purdue is gonna put it together. They're gonna find some things out at some point this season. I just think it'll happen because the fighting attitude of this coaching staff. They keep pushing. They haven't given up. And so I think you're going to have a breakthrough of some sort where this team just looks like the team we think they can be. And, like if, there is, and if there is a loss, then we'll be back here next week talking about it. It's fine. Yeah. Hey, by the way, um, I'm going to go to the game. And so this it's going to be cold. You've heard you. you. Hey, oh, my God. It was freezing in State College. You guys got to. So, well, at Ross A this week, so this cold front's going to come through. It's going to drop down to like 30-something at night, just like it did at State College last week. And then the high I hear is going to be like 42 and windy. Oh, man. That's not great. It's football but, weather again. Yeah, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to layer it up. That's what I'm doing. I'm ready to layer it up. And my base layer, I think it's right against my skin. That's right. Is, is my Martin Bender's t-shirt. You have to. You have yeah. to. You have no choice. If you are wearing they're, they're anything. They're comfortable. They wick away the moisture. I mean, it just, it's, it's, it's a no-brainer. The problem is I can't show off what I'm wearing. You know? What happens if you want to layer several Martin Vintage shirts on well, top you do, of each you other? Buy more, but okay. you got to 
oil to checkout because you're going to want to save more. And they'll let you use that discount. Over I'm sorry. What was the discount code again? Boiled. Boiled. What a code. What a code. Boiled. It's catchy. catchy. So yeah. vis visit our pals, martinmanage.com. Enter boiled at checkout. Look as good as a niche or try to. Let's be real honest. You'll, you you'll fail. You can you can try, and uh, yeah, they, they're they're good. It's a good website. They have a. Um, I like their Instagram feed, honestly. What they've been doing recently, they've been just. I can't tell if these are people that are related to the the Martin family or they're you know randos, but whatever. They got a lot of people on there wearing the shirts. It looks like we're not the only ones anymore, right? The, the movement in. is growing. The so. movement is growing, as they say. Yep. Yep. So. All right. Noon we'll kickoff, homecoming, lots of fun and frivolity, even through the, the cold and wind. Be there. Ross A, go with your happy face. Have a perspective that uh, you're watching a bunch of young guys get better and, and watching them fight, even if they don't uh, come through like your pal Boiler Dowd thinks they will. But I think they're going to. That's it. That's it. And it's like you're buying low on a stock. This is it. We all know they're going to explode in the now. next couple of years. Get, get in, in now. Get in now. We'll that, see you there. It's going to be fun. So. Uh, it's been a pleasure, Anish, and uh, uh, everybody, I love you guys. Good night.